0: gotta live your life wise words from matt Steele. yeah yeah
1: or more so it's just like yeah just give up stuff that's just never gonna happen (laughs) well that's more depressing than the initial (laughs) (laughs) don't (laughs) worry guys i'm not depressed this week i am really tired though i'm tired too girl I have not slept. What, what and the, last night it was kind of my fault. I was, was going to say, were you so, up watching the Babysitter's Club. Um, I might have been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like every other night, like I just have gotten no sleep. I don't know what it is. I, no, well, I know what it is because I'm working <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a trillion things and then I have to like wake up super early for stuff. Like I had to mm. drive down to like, well, I guess we'll talk about it. Okay. I guess we'll last. talk about it. Okay. So we're going to start now. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele, it's Matt Palmer. And as we were saying, we were going into our weeks. Yes. Um, so I've had a very busy week. I'm totally exhausted. Like just I've been. We're doing, I'm doing different promotional things for the movie and mm. for, you know, I have, I'm having like cast members sign posters that I'm giving away to, you know, crowd people who donate to our crowdfunding campaign right. all the way back in 2016. And oh. so, you know, got, I drove down to Orange County yesterday. Woo. I drove to San Bernardino County Woo. like a couple days ago, like to get, cause my you know, oh some my. people are quarantining like far away. So yeah. I just
0: like, oh, it would be so much easier if I could just get that whole cast together and, and that, I bet that was the initial plan. Because, you know, before all of this COVID of stuff happened, it was like, oh, we'll all be together yeah, and we'll, we'll have like a... Uh,
1: get all the kids together yes, and we'll have a powwow. Yes,
0: we'll have some pizza, we'll have some, you know, caskets together. What? Who wouldn't love that? Yeah. Well, we're going to have to
1: do that another time. Exactly. I was talking to one of the guys who uh, is in the movie, an actor by the name of Daniel Kim, and I was just like, and I was just like... One day, like, we're going to hang out and you're not going to see me just, like, a ball of stress. <laughs> like Because he's only, like, dealt with me, like, right. on set or, like, on at our, uh like, screening and yeah. where I was, like, you know, very busy and going nuts and everything. And right. then this, this whole week, I've been so busy and stressed and exhausted and everything. And I'm just like, one day. You will see me as a real person (laughs) who like feels calm emotions. And
0: what what did he believe you? Yeah. He was like, You you don't seem
1: super stressed. And I'm just like, oh. I am. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm just... I guess you're just insane. really good at
0: repressing. Congratulations. I am.
1: I am. I'm like, a lot of people are like, you're very focused. And I'm like, this isn't focused. This is stress. Well, I mean, I it, it is focused. but yes. like it's also stress on right. top of that.
0: I mean, by the time you come home, I know that stress. Of course. Like, Matt Palmer gets all the stress. I'm just like, how are we today? Yeah. <laughs> Let's check in. Because that's what friends do during times of stress, of, you know, big moments. You got to be there for your roommate. Well,
1: Matt Palmer how are
0: you today? Oh,
1: thank you so much and for
0: asking. Um, today, I am doing very well. This week, I am doing well. It was the 4th of July weekend, and so um, Jackson and I tried to do a couple of things a little bit out of our normal because, you know, even though it's nice having a boyfriend who doesn't live with you at this moment because you can, like, have two different places that you can, like, be quarantining And He lives alone, by the way. Yeah. So he will come over here and then I will go over to his apartment with just him, but even that at this point is getting a little bit claustrophobic, so we want on a drive. We drove down to Point Doom on uh, Saturday mm-hmm. and just like kind of sat. Point Doom? Yeah. What the hell is that? It's just like a place in Malibu. It's just like oh, a... Malibu. Yeah, Malibu. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's not like we were paying to enter. Of course, but like, yeah. <laughs> it was nice around there and we like, there was a whole thing where it's like the beaches weren't open. We were not on the beach, but we were just like parked on the side. Not parked. Our hazard lights were on and we were like on the side where the beach was happening. Okay. And, you know, it was just nice to be outside. The top was down. It was just like, oh look, there's a whole world out there that we yeah. have dealt, can't forget about. And we can
1: have these romantic moments. Oh, did you kiss?
0: I don't remember if we It was more like We're looking at the water And, and then Into each other's eyes A volunteer sheriff Came up behind us Because it um, was like I, And it's also like What the fuck's a volunteer sheriff Yeah well, I, <laughs> That's what I thought Why would
1: you volunteer To do that If I I'm know. doing that I'm getting paid Exactly
0: And so he comes up Behind us And our, the thing is We were not officially parked Because the whole thing Was like no parking Because you know Between these days And these days Because the beaches are closed Okay Fine We were not parked okay. Our hazard were drawn I was in the car In the driver's seat If I was asked to move I could move on a dime mm-hmm. So But they drove behind us and um i couldn't tell if he was taking a picture of my license plate or not mm-hmm. no one got out and said anything to us but we did decide to like drive away quickly after that and it's like if i get a fucking parking ticket from this if they like find my like drive my um you know my uh what's the
1: uh, yeah I know well, like however they find yes license, however they like, find your, your information if, if
0: they find me and mail me a fucking ticket I'll be so pissed but like your hazards were on yes that's what that will be our argument It's like yeah. my hazards were on we were in the car and we were able to leave at a moment's notice like yeah. that's not parking you weren't no that's absolutely thank not parking. you yes I will call you to the stand if needed
1: wait so he just like drove up behind you didn't say anything and took your picture he
0: took up I think he I saw him taking a picture I wasn't sure it was of the license plate or if it was of the water, which was really high, scarily. Um, but Ooh. then he went up and talked to the car in front of us that was doing the same thing. No one talked to us and we just kind of drove away slowly and no one said anything. But it's also like, if you're a volunteer sheriff, can you really do anything? I don't know. I just don't know what the rules are with all of it, but I would not, I'd like to not get a parking ticket. Yeah. And then today we went to uh, Jackson's parents' house. He luckily lives uh, very close by his parents do, and they have a pool, a private pool. And so okay. we relaxed by the pool and that was lovely. But it's like, you know getting so much sun it tires you out and so that's why I'm a right redhead
1: now. yes <laughs> <laughs> literally I'm outside for two seconds and I'm
0: just like oh I want to die and I don't I mean of course everyone knows that going to the valley is so much hotter than on the west side where we live but like truly it was 95 degrees versus our like 79 degrees today and it's yeah like,
1: what the fuck yeah, it's so much like, hotter. like wild valley. I know it's wild I know and there's so much more breeze on the west side which I like know. is kind of annoying especially like in the colder months because yeah like, I am cold <laughs> but you know but yeah I, I find that even like as I get older like the less and less I can my body can like take the sun Oh I could never take the sun (laughs) like well yeah Like I couldn't really take the sun either but it's like I but like physically like my Skin even I I Have to put on sunblock every Single morning Mm. all over my Body wow even if I go outside for Five minutes and I forget to put it on my arms I I it's interesting Because I don't burn like I I Mean I I burned a lot like when I was younger And everything I burn easily but Um, If I'm only outside for five minutes, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to burn. I'm not going to burn. But at the end of the day, like if I just go outside for five minutes without sunblock, I, it's not a burn, but it's just like an insane itchiness. Mm. And I'm just like. What is that? that. That's probably just like a cancer forming. Well something. Let's
0: hope it's not that. I don't believe it is, but you never know. But yes, no, it's 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 I feel like as you get older, things just get crazy. I swear my allergies have gotten worse and worse. Like I Mm. have been I need to take allergy pills like kind of daily right now. And it's just like I don't want to do that, but it's like I also don't want itchy eyes all day. And Mm -hmm. it's like, what does one do? My gums are receding. I'm horrified. Oh my are they? Let me see.
1: I don't like see on it. the sides. Oh, maybe on more. the side. I don't yeah. see that. I but. I know, but like the like the when the de- the dentist brought it up to me uh last time I had my cleaning uh-huh. and was just like and you know how like sometimes like doctors bring stuff up to you and they're just like oh you know this is happening and you're like yeah right you just want money from exactly me. um but then I noticed and I'm just like yeah. They- they are mm. like you, you see, they are just like what does one a do bit. for that? You can't, you have to get like surgery to get it fixed. Fuck. Oh, when gums recede, like there's no going back, like you can't restore them. Oh my god. The, and but the thing is, like my teeth aren't sensitive or anything, right. like we're not there, but like I just know that one day in the yeah. future, I think next time I go to the dentist, I'm just gonna be like, Hey, I know that this will have to be taken care of in the future. Like, at when some do you point.
0: think I'm gonna need to deal with this?
1: Yeah, and yeah. what does that look like? Like, what does that cost? like and everything just for future reference. Oh my Cause, gosh. Well, Cause also like, um, I know like my mom has had like problems with her gums and everything. Mm. And we don't do anything that, um, makes, you know, your gums unhealthy, like, no. more, like smoke or anything or like drink or whatever. Um, like, and I've like take really good care of my teeth. I floss, blah, blah, blah. But I also hear that, um, ortho like if you have orthodontic treatment mm. like it can uh, get your teeth to okay. uh, i think especially if you continue to wear your retainer mm. so it's kind of just like what do i do do i stop wearing my retainer right. because i won't <laughs> like i have worn my retainer every single every single night like give or take like a couple nights i like one night a week i skip every once in a while yeah um since 2006, wow! Like I've had that retainer, and my teeth are so straight. They are straight. Like, I don't want to stop wearing my retainer, Why would but like you? I don't want my gums to recede. Well, seems like a catch
0: twenty two to me. Fuck. <laughs> so it uh, happens. I'll just get the surgery. Yeah, my sugar daddy to pay for. All it. right, I can't wait to meet him. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and let's hop into news for idiots, and we're going to start off with something I don't even want to talk about that often, and it's the most idiotic of all of the news that maybe we've ever covered. Kim Kardashian's husband has tweeted that he's running for president. He tweets, We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. American flag emoji.
1: I don't want to talk about this. I fuck don't either. Fuck. Like, fuck this. Fuck. This like, it's entire not funny.
0: conversation is not funny. It's not it's funny. It's obnoxious. It's just... It, I, it's just like, why are we even considering this? This person has not been a part of the political process for this entire time leading up to this. It's too not late. even voted. Not he didn't vote last so time. So go and fuck like, yourself. You're like- literally just trying to take votes away from Joe Biden, thinking that Black people will vote for you because you're you know a person that people know used to know your name because you used to be talented. But fuck you and fuck what you're doing. It's not funny. It's not cute. It's not interesting. Like, can we just can we not go back to a political system that? people respect. Yes, that people respect and it's boring as hell. I'm f- I am would love boring. I cannot point, wait honestly. until everything is so boring again. I want that. Like, like make America
1: like, boring again. It's
0: truly <laughs> like I feel like we're living through so many things right now that people are going to be like, oh, but this is history. Like people are going to remember this at first. And it's like, I want to live in a year that no one's going to remember. Oh my God. I want to live in the most nothing year. Yes. Like, that's all I want. I don't want people to be like, wow, what was COVID-19 like? And it, when I'm old and shit, it's like, fuck you. Like, it sucks. It was <laughs> boring. It like was it was boring. terrible, and
1: people fucking died. Yes. That's the thing. It's just like, like, I'm not saying his name. I mean, everyone knows his name, but whatever. <laughs> yes. But it's just like, Pete. Like, okay, this isn't like you know how like Roseanne Barr like ran for president in 2012, mm-hmm. and it was kind of just like, what the hell is she doing? Right. It's just like, girl. First of all, you are married to the most powerful influencer in the history of right. the world. Right. Like you. Your spouse holds all this power and everything. Like, therefore, you do too. And it's not... Funny now, like it's not no, a cute thing. This like isn't cute like when you were like, funny. "Oh, Kanye 2020 at that VMA performance or whatever," you uh, said that like joke, jokingly. Like it's not funny now. No. Like o- o- over a hundred and forty-some thousand people in this country are dead
0: because our president doesn't know fucking anything.
1: There are like riots going around in the country because innocent black people and people of color are getting killed by the police, and
0: you're running around as a black man in a MAGA hat. Yes. So it's like, fuck you. There this are. Is families
1: that are destroyed because they have been separated and there's no organizational skills in this administration to bring them back together like like things are so fucked right now that it's not funny it's It's not not cute. it's
0: not it's just like Uh, it's just like uh, is your mission in life just to become the most disliked celebrity like is this some art project you're in the middle of because if so I'm not interested and much like Miss Swift I'd like to be excluded from this narrative and as would the American people so I hope that no one talks about this with any sort of level of seriousness because this person is a clown they're a joke and anything good that's happened in their life anything important that they're gonna do in the world they have already done and like their time has passed I wish them all the best they can just ride off into the sunset without i just I, I we can't acknowledge this person anymore so also i just want to give a shout out to taylor swift who has two grammy awards for
1: album of the year.
0: oh my and honestly and who has been tweeting all the right things fucking lately like ever since she came out and tweeted against trump she or instagram against trump she has been on the right side of history and where have you been sir yeah where have you been Anyway. You know, and more news that is sad, but less like upsetting to all of our cores. Yeah. Casey Musgraves is getting divorced.
1: I had no idea she was married. I knew
0: she was married because I heard rumblings of divorce like six months ago or something. Someone had done some sort of like, oh, they haven't posted each other on their Instagrams in like this many months and like blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, oh, I guess she's married. (laughs) Like I didn't really know much about it. Uh, Apparently they collaborated when she was writing Golden Hour, the album. Okay. And uh, they met. She saw him perform. Perform. I guess he's also a musician. She saw him perform in Nashville and was smitten with him. They co-wrote together, and the rest was history. Now they're getting divorced, which is sad. Luckily, they don't have kids, and so that's one, you know, one thing to that, that makes a little less messy. Okay. There's no child involved yeah. that's going to have to, you know, deal with that trauma or whatever. Uh, but then also. You know, they were together for two years. They seem to have released a statement that's very much like we are the best of friends. This is a transition. This is hard, but like, please give us our privacy. But it doesn't seem like you know it seems like they're both young they're both attractive they'll yeah. find other people they're both and talented. talented and they have their art to be their therapy and I hope they have real therapists that they're seeing over Zoom Yeah. Um, but I, I hope we get some great music from Casey out of this oh, that album Golden Hour was obviously a, an album of the year winner so give
1: him some credit he might give us some good music I, I hope
0: so too his name is Rustin Kelly and all right you know, Rustin. I hope that people love him and you know I feel like male country singer am I gonna get involved likely not yeah. <laughs> but I'm Sure someone will So I, I I want nothing But happiness For the two of them But especially Casey Musgraves Because we know her Yeah, yeah her music. We know her We know so. her <laughs> And um But yeah, yeah I feel like you know The quarantine's hard On, on marriages Kelly yeah. Clarkson and Casey it, Musgraves It
1: seems like a pretty Clean divorce Like if, even if it's not clean Like they sure kept that Under wrap So good for them Right So exactly. they have good people Attached to them Yes no that's um, amazing So I'm, I'm very happy That everything seems okay
0: Yes absolutely So um have you heard anything about the Jada Pinkett Smith stuff?
1: Oh, my coworker <laughs> yesterday, literally got, so she yelled at me and she was just like, why haven't you talked to me about the Jada Pinkett Smith drama? Uh. And I was just like, oh, like how like she and Will are upset with the YouTuber for making sexual jokes about their child and everything. And right. she's just like, Oh, that's such old news. I'm talking about
0: August Alsina. Yeah. Yes. And,
1: but the thing is like, I couldn't really understand her cause she had a mask and a face shield on <laughs> and she was talking to me and I can't hear any of my coworkers when they talk to me, if right. they're not like super close to me, which right. like I try not to get them of to course. be. Of course. Um. So I'm just like, I don't know anything about this. So yeah, I heard something about how she And this guy, August Alcina, had this affair together, but it was with Will Smith's consent. Right. Have they announced that their relationship is open? They have
0: not. But it's like it's like a known. I feel like yes, it's a very uh, like it's like how everyone knew Leah Michelle was horrible to work with. Everyone kind of knows that Will and Jade are in an open marriage. But Mm -hmm. so August Alsina is a singer, and he uh, had an interview with The Breakfast Club, which by the way, don't ever listen to them. Um, But (laughs) uh, he wrote down and said, uh, talking about he had a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith during the time and you know during this time that she has been married. And August Alsina says, I actually sat down with Will and had a conversation due to the transformation in their marriage to life partnership that they've spoken on several times and it not involving romanticism. He gave me his blessing and I told him I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life. And so he's basically saying he was in what he would say is a committed relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. while, with Will Smith's permission, while she was still married to him, um, and that they are no longer together because he you know, decided that life was too short to not get everything he wanted, whatever... whatever whatever but then the smiths have of course come out and said that this is all a lie Mm -hmm. this is all not true okay and um as we know uh, i don't know if i've never watched it but i've heard a lot of talk about people going to jada pinkett smith and willow smith and like their grandma they have a show called red table talk on facebook watch and like a lot of times when a celebrity a lot of black celebrities get into hot water like people have questions for them they'll and jada will invite them to talk come to red table talk Mm -hmm. like when jordan woods kissed one of the kardashian sisters husbands or who who cares (laughs) Um, so then everyone was tweeting as a joke, haha, Jada should invite herself to the red table, blah, blah, blah. And then Jada Smith tweeted, you know, I, there's some explaining to do. I'm inviting myself to the red table. <laughs> I didn't know this And it's just like you better work Bitch you know like, I have Watched this show zero times but it was About to turn to one time because I am curious.
1: <laughs> us and I mean well because it's either going to be like Insanely well regardless it's going to be Insanely entertaining but it's, oh. e- it's either going to be Like really fun and informative Or just a complete train
0: wreck Absolutely and it's either like we're just going to be Digging into this full lie that this isn't True and it's like it's just one Of those things and I doubt judgment, but sometimes you hear a rumor and it just feels true. It's like you can hear the person talking about it and it's like this... Yeah, like none of these... None of this seems surprising, like literally for most other famous couples, if they were like, oh, they're in an open relationship and like I was exclusively dating one of them for so long. It's like, eh, I don't believe you. But this is... Well, this just fits sure. very much into what we all know and have heard about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, and I'm thrilled to watch her discuss it with her mother and her daughter <laughs> at the table. I hope they're there. You know what this is like? What is it like? This is like
1: our, one of our founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton oh, and Mariah Reynolds. Oh it's
0: very much and like Mr. that. Mr. Reynolds. I know. If I mean, if only Jada wrote her own um, August Alcina packet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's going to be a musical about this, guys. I can't wait. Oh, my yeah. God. And now, I'll guess Alcina,
0: Alcina will never become president. Or, I I guess. Or Will will never become no, president? No, or Jada will not. I'm thinking of Jade as Alexander Hamilton. Okay. Yes. Because she's the more famous, she is the more you know, more eyes are on Jada Pinkett Smith than are on August Alsina. So I mean we'll see how this all goes and all shakes out, but like, I'm interested. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've seen tweets being like oh my god, they're like um, how dare she, you know, exploit family drama for ratings. And it's like Literally every yeah. reality show does <laughs> this. this. Is, so, like, this is reality show one on That's what you watch reality shows I'd for. I'd rather
1: this than a reality person running for president.
0: Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So give yeah. me all this of This is what
1: reality people are supposed to do, guys. Absolutely. They're this is what I want to, for
0: reality people. Yeah,
1: they're supposed to have open marriages, have affairs, and then deny them. And yes. then interview themselves. On camera. On camera. And have it just be a moment. I,
0: and this is a moment. So yeah. I'm excited to hear about it. And it's also, like... I don't know, I feel like if she were to admit to it, that'd kind of be fucking cool. It'd just be like, you know, not everyone's marriage and or relationship has to be the traditional idea of what people consider marriage to be. Like, you know, that's for some people. It's probably for me. Like, I'm not an open relationship person, but a lot of people are. And I feel like destigmatizing that kind of relationship setup would be helpful for some people. Sure. You know? But you're not. She's going to deny. I know. But you never <laughs> know. I don't know. I want her to Yeah, I
1: mean, when is this interview happening?
0: I don't think she's announced the date. She just has tweeted that it is happening and I was like thrilled all right <laughs> over the moon over the friggin moon evolved um, uh, speaking of one of your favorite films yes Kenny Ortega has spoken on Ryan Evans' sexuality and the queer aesthetic in his movies. And he basically said uh, in a talk to Variety where he discussed the iconic character of Ryan Evans. uh, Iconic character. uh, High School Musical. Um, He basically asks why Ryan was not explicitly out in the films. uh, Because he you know, is very much coded as gay throughout. Uh, And he believes that he doesn't think that Disney would have been ready for an openly gay character at the time. So he instead made choices that he thought the audience would grab and basically he thought that Ryan would come out in college.
1: What are your thoughts on this? I think I yes. (laughs) It's just Ryan is a gay character. Yes. And the thing I loved about Ryan was he was very very gay. Unapologetically gay. He was very much himself. Incredibly talented. Yes. Um, All gays are. Strangely enough the actor himself is not gay. Like Interesting, right? Is he married? He, I know someone who's friends with his girlfriend.
0: Really? Yes. And he's like fully just not gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like wow. knows him and everything. Like, Give him, with him a bunch of times. I know.
1: <laughs> like, what a great... But like, uh, but the thing is like, there's such love in that character yeah. and in that performance and everything that it's just like, yeah, this character is gay. He's... Like either not out yet Or it's just not a part of the plot It doesn't need to be a part of the plot He is a boy who loves doing High school theater This is his passion This is his dream And this is his talent Therefore that is his story arc And yeah He's gay But like Whether he's out or not That doesn't fucking matter And I, I know a lot of people Are like Oh well like It would have been so great If he had If he was like Out in The movie and everything And it's like Of course Sure But like also This was 2006 I was gonna say Yeah like, I
0: feel like if this movie Was made today He would be out He would be out And like I mean what? I'm sure Maybe he wouldn't have A love interest Maybe it wouldn't Because that's not What the movie's about Yeah, no, no, But no. he'd be out Like yeah. every, it would be said
1: I would, I would love If he was not out And like there was I, I would love if he was Like out And there was still no love interest and everything because it's just like oh no 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 we're focused on the school exactly but um but the thing is a lot of people are like oh they should have had him come out and everything and it's kind of just like well the thing is it was two thousand six so it's it's not that so much that Disney didn't want a an out gay character which like I'm sure they didn't (laughs) but also like teenagers weren't coming out in high school Mm. in two thousand like they were like some were but it was still not anywhere near as common of a thing as it is today. Right. Like, kids come, like, at that point, kids came out in
0: college. I, I came out in college. I was good. Well, in fairness <laughs> like, to that, I came out in high school. Oh, shit. Yes, bitch. Wow. I know. Look at I'm you. i forward thinker. People call me an icon for a reason. Wow. I know.
1: But yeah, it's, it's just like kids... Didn't come out in high school then as much. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's very true to life that Ryan would not be out in this 2006 movie.
0: I feel like people did kids. I don't. I wasn't the only out person at my school. Mm. Um, but I feel like it definitely like nowadays. I feel like kids are like 11 and 12. be like, you know what? I'm pan. It's like yeah. It's like shit. How did you figure that out? (laughs) Like you guys are so ahead of the curve. Mm. But yes, so it was a different time for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad he acknowledged that. Yeah, that character was gay because like we all knew it, but nothing was ever said. None incident? of this is news. No, none of it no. is news, but I think it's exciting. And um, Lucas Gabriel act. And how do you feel? I was reading in the comments of this story that people felt that Lucas Gabriel's character and Corbin Blues' character were like in a relationship. No, no, no. no there was no love. Okay. No, they can. You
1: can be gay and have a friend. I, <laughs> like,
0: I, 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 I like. I don't that's remember my the movie. On that.
1: Also, like he was focused on the school play. <laughs> like no, like when I was in high school, I was just like, I don't need a boyfriend. What is the school play? Like, what is going on? Yeah, no, I I do not think... Him so why is that?
0: enough? I read something like, "Oh, they switched outfits at a point. Like they yeah. were clearly like hooking up. They were not hooking up. All right, I don't know. They I'm were not
1: hooking up. Reading he was the comments. On a school play. Also, I want to talk about before we go to a new story. Oh, Everyone talks about Ryan's character being gay, but nobody talks about the fact that Kelsey was a raging lesbian. Okay. Kelsey, <laughs> the composer, with her little fedoras <laughs> and her little glasses, like real quiet and shy. Oh my
0: God. Was her a lesbian fedoras. and the
1: and Kenny Ortega I swear to god also would say, I if I was like Kenny is Kelsey a lesbian Kenny would be like hell yeah <laughs> because Christ. the relationship that Kelsey and Ryan had in high school musical was very much a wink wink nudge nudge we're going to be each other's dates when oh, I love in the third high school musical <laughs> movie oh <God. laughs> where they're sitting at the piano and he asks her to prom and everything and they're just like playing the piano together it's such a it's such a moment where like I feel like they see each other and and it's just like we are friends but friends in a different way like we are one with each other we are both artists we are both queer as hell We are gonna go do great things with our lives, and they both end up going to Juilliard. All end. right, <laughs> and good they both for end them. up getting this elusive Juilliard scholarship—very
0: <laughs> elusive. End. Well, you know, I don't remember the movie that much, but you know, I'm sure you're right. I, I remember every frame of. That I know movie. that. Um, in other gay news, uh-huh. hallucinate is going to be the fourth single off of Dua Lipa's uh, future nostalgia album. I'm excited. Hallucinate's I'm, great. Yes. However. Uh oh. Cool.
1: Why are we not showing cool the respect it deserves? I don't know. Like, I don't cool know. is the best song on that
0: album. Period.
1: And Period. I feel like no one's talking about I it. I know. What's, what's the problem? What's I, the
0: hold up? I think we're just really leaning into the, oh, do as the new queen of like 2020 disco. Let's get her some up tempos. Let's throw her, you know, into the, the gay's arms. And like, I love that. And mm-hmm. so cool, I think it's just a little more down tempo than what they think the gays are. And I guess general public is expecting from Dua Lipa at this point okay uh but
1: my theory a little bit as to why is the new single is because I feel like it's an easy single to relate in to not to release in these times Mm. like I feel like you can easily just do a fun simple music video for Mm. it I feel like it's something I feel like with cool if you're gonna do it you kind of have to go like try a little harder mm. like Because it's just like Oh no here's like A new sort of thing Right So Maybe they're waiting For a little more time to pass Before they put their energy in Cool I hope
0: I hope that as well But it's even still Like I heard Cruel Summer Is the next lover single And I'm very excited about that But it's like It's always like the out of the woods of it all. It's Uh like we're waiting so long into the album cycle to release this incredible piece of music Mm -hmm. that like are people still going to care? And if they don't, I will, you know, spin around until I die. I'll be so upset. I will never forget watching that out
1: of the woods music video. And Mm. just like it it was a New Year's Eve (laughs) (laughs) going going into like 2016, I think. Mm. And just being agog and just being like this music video is so incredible yes. why are we just getting why it yes. now why i don't know. I, get, I realized they had a good idea with bad blood let's put a bunch of girls in it let's put a, <laughs> let's put a bunch of famous people in it is that it. a
0: good idea uh,
1: it worked that was a, like a, a one of the, you know, a music video where it's just like, let's just put a bunch of famous people in it and it'll go number one. And it did like that Maroon 5 song, which is a cute
0: song. <laughs> Girls Like You is cute. I, Bad Blood is not cute. Um, mm-hmm. I feel slighted by that choice as much as I'm gonna feel slighted when it's cool as like the ninth single off this album because you know she has a re release coming with a duet with Normani that's excellent. Oh, that's right. So, what if that comes like? We, i can't it's okay. just i'm excited for her Hallucinates great but like give people cool please please i mean we have cool i <laughs> like, know but i want more want. i want more um okay i guess we should wrap up this sooner have are, is, is your giving me moments about a netflix show you may have been up watching yes Okay. Well, <laughs> quickly, to final uh, News for Idiots items. Christopher Nolan supposedly hates chairs. Ah, this was a great story. So if you didn't see, uh, there was a uh, Variety article from Anne Hathaway saying that Christopher Nolan doesn't allow chairs on his set. His reasoning is if you have chairs, people will sit. And if they're sitting, they're not working. <laughs> <laughs> I think he came out and refuted this and said that he doesn't have a chair, but people ha- can have chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he like gets people to work in different ways as a co-director of the film Devos, Man Steel.
1: I'm <laughs> not people. like titled as a co-director. <laughs> Are no. you not? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Ryan ran that set. I'm right. like, yeah. I, I like yelled at to get things done, <laughs> but like, Ryan ran that set. All right. Right? Well, like ran the light and ran the gap. Would Ryan
0: allow people to sit? I
1: yeah. <laughs> oh. I, mean, I mean, if they there was time to sit, like if they didn't, if he didn't need them to do something, mm. you know.
0: If you were on a Christopher Nolan set and he said you cannot sit for this entire process, how would you feel?
1: Well, I would be an actor, so I feel like actors get I, you know <laughs> like,
0: No, I think Anne is saying for everybody, including her. He doesn't. Because oh. why would she be saying? He doesn't allow chairs. Uh, yeah, no, I think she's including actors.
1: You know, I, I... I understand the sentiment because okay. it's, it's I feel like a lot of people especially like in the entertainment industry mm. it's kind of just like oh you know, it's kind of just like buck up guys yeah like you do need an element of that on yeah. a film set and everything but like I don't know if I, if I was tired I would kind of just sort of sit on the floor <laughs> like I wouldn't even ask I would right. kind of just I would yeah I would do like my squatting where I like you know my heels are on the floor I'm mm. just kind of do that alright I, I wouldn't Necessarily ask for a chair. I, right. w- I would feel weird about being like, "Oh, is there a place for me to sit?" I would mm. kind of just like squat on my own. Okay. Um. I don't know. I would just be so happy I was on a Christopher <laughs> Nolan set. So like, whatever. I'll stand on my goddamn head. Right. If
0: you put me in one of your movies, I so, love. Let's go. I loved um just seeing people tweeting chairs and saying like retweet this to scare Christopher I know Nolan. Like <laughs> so funny. So that just brought me some joy. And um, in you know sad awful news. Just so that because I know we've talked about this person and bringing it up near the beginning of the whole coronavirus outbreak. Broadway star Nick Cordero has uh, unfortunately passed away after his three-month long battle with COVID-19 complications. Um, so I guess it was after like 90 days of being diagnosed after they amputated his leg.
1: Yeah, after he had like two strokes or <sighs> something. Like yeah, He had... He had like had sepsis, like he mm. went through so so much. Mm. I think it was ninety one days, and you know there were moments where you know you thought he, he where like he woke up, and the yes. moments where he went back into a coma. Like, yeah. like the journey with his COVID was just so insane, and it's so upsetting. Right. Like not just because you know he's such a talented. Actor and it's like such a great loss, especially because he was, you know, in the beginnings of his career, like he was just starting to like find so much success. He was yeah. just nominated for a Tony Award like a couple of years ago and everything, and he was really starting to work so regularly and become such a a, a great name and everything. And the fact that his career is cut so short is so devastating. But it's also so devastating because it's like, shit, this guy's like really like was like healthy, healthy, and th- who knows why. It spiraled for I know, him. I know, and it doesn't spiral for other people. I know, like that, and you know? see
0: some of those threads, which like are scary to click on, and I don't click on them often. But some of the threads that are like, by the way, I had COVID nineteen like uh, um, three months ago, and I still have it. It's coming back, and I I don't have it for a while, and then I have it, and it's just like. There are people that are consistently in a cycle of symptoms and a, being symptomatic and then being asymptomatic and then they coming back worse and then being gone and it's mm-hmm. just like waking up without being able to breathe and it's just like so little is known about this virus that it's just so scary that some people like you know they I feel like the CDC or like the main you know party line is like oh it's two weeks if you make through the two weeks you're gonna be good mm-hmm. and it's like. I, there are thousands of examples of people in which that, you know, some ending in death and some not ending in death. That's like, that's not always the case. And it's just like, it's just scary and it's a scary world out there. And then you see that right next to a million gays on Fire Island, not wearing masks. Oh God, those fucking gays. And that one guy who was uh, putting on his Facebook, like, oh my God, I thought I was over COVID, but I'm not. Oh, And yeah, he's like on, on Fire Island beach. taking pictures of like hundreds of gay yeah, men like, in well, front of It's like, too late. Too like, late, bitch. Like, what are you doing? Doing. What, are you doing what the fuck it's are you like doing? how selfish do you have to be to not take a precaution like wearing a fucking mask and not going to the beach and just not like being around a bunch of strangers you don't know is that so much to ask just wear a mask it's fine i literally wear a mask all day right. like and when i'm at okay. work i'm in a mask the entire time and, and i'm fine and you see people that are so whiny and like oh this is a you know it's getting away in the way of my freedom i used to be free and look at me now i'm masked and it's like is this really the worst thing that's going on in your life? Like if this is your biggest problem, you're a d- like you're such a fucking piece of shit. Think about someone outside of yourself for one second. Yeah. This is not this is barely an inconvenience. <sighs> I know. I, like
1: not an inconvenience. What's wrong at with all? people? Like, I don't know. I <laughs> I am feeling good and productive. And I'm I all I that's really changed is like I don't touch people. Yeah. I don't really go near people,
0: yes. and I wear a mask. I like a it's mask. is that so much? It's to I ask? still
1: Feel like I'm living my life, like I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel people. like uh, I don't know. I, I I don't feel like I'm going crazy because I have to go outside in a mess.
0: I know. I know. I just people are just so any minor inconvenience for a certain type of person is just beyond the pale and they believe that their life is can't go automatically back to normal right now. Oh,
1: and I that's like my biggest pet peeve is like people who can't handle a minor.
0: Right. Inconvenience. And it's just like, like I can't handle it. We're all trying to get through something all together. Could you not do your part, please? Like, that's not so much to ask. Yeah. Good God.
1: Like this fucking guy like was in the high height of his career and like had a one year old son. Right. Like do fucking wear a mask yes
0: exactly because there are a million people out there in that situation who could catch something from you and do you just not care about that <sighs> okay well let's take a quick break <laughs> 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 everyone's horrible which is kind of the theme since we've been quarantined but if people weren't horrible we wouldn't have to feel that way and we wouldn't never keep telling you so we're gonna take a quick break and be back with more 2k Mats podcast <laughs> i'm oh, sorry i didn't know what's recording oh, <laughs> it we, is we are we're, we're back are. <laughs> okay okay i see the waves move. yes it's going yeah. it's happening i
1: love how like it goes blue to pink oh. you guys can't see this but
0: <laughs> well like- i mean the blue is like this has been recorded and the pink is like we are now recording that's beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. Anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> so we are on uh, the section of the podcast called Email My Heart. This is where we answer any questions that you guys may have. If you email them to us, you can email us at 2 at gmail.com to spell T W O. Um, so usually we do two, but I'm just going to do three because like one question is really short and simple. I and, love it. And this first one is self promotion for me. So I'm going <laughs> to. Um, so this email, we actually got a number of emails this Thank week. Thank you guys for sending. Yeah, we got a lot. We also, there was one. From last week that we got that was about Eurovision from from Kevin, and we were like, all right, we should because we get asked about Eurovision a lot. We should like actually watch Eurovision things. And we sorry, Kevin,
0: we haven't. But we will, (laughs) and then once we do, we will answer your question. We love you, Kevin. We love you, Kevin. Uh
1: so this is from Zoe. Hi, Matt's. I'm so glad to hear that Devo's is coming out. No renting for me. I will be buying it. Nice Queen. Uh, weren't you working on the movie for a long time? (laughs)
0: Sorry, I love this email. <laughs> no,
1: in parentheses, no shade.
0: <laughs> That's shade. I
1: think I think you mentioned years ago on your YouTube channel about a movie, and was there and was there a trailer at some point? <laughs> I remember watching the trailer, getting excited to see it, but then no release date. Is this that movie, or were you working on something else? Thank you both for the podcast, Zoe. Amazing. So I just wanted to clarify because yes. I imagine some people. A lot of people, because the trailer was four years ago. Right. For the, it was the, actually the concept trailer, yes. it's not a real trailer for the movie. Uh, the concept trailer Zoe was just for the film's crowdfunding campaign, which I used to promote the crowdfunding campaign, uh, which a lot of people donated to, and because a lot of people donated to it, and because I put in a lot of money myself, um, <laughs> we were now able to make the real version of Devo's. Granted, this was of course
0: several years later. Yes. It's been
1: and Matt Palmer can tell you it's been a long and hard it's been journey now.
0: Long and winding road Some Um, would say
1: But yeah So it was because of that Old concept trailer Which was sort of like A fake trailer That I am able to Make Devo's the movie now, which will be out July 14th. And there's actually a real teaser trailer, which is out now, which is for the real movie Yeah. because that concept trailer has been wiped from the internet Oh. (laughs) (laughs) because we didn't want people getting confused thinking that this was, you know, the, the real. Right. Um, and also a full trailer is going to be out soon. So get ready guys. I'm ready. Um, so that's, that's to clarify that Zoe. Um, so another question comes to us. Oh no. Oh shoot. Ocean. Oh my! Oh my! Where is it? Oh. My my my. Okay, from Q. Yes. Uh, Q. No subject. <laughs> uh, hi, Mats. My name's Q. Long story. <laughs> and, I, and I've been a huge fan of yours for the last three years. I've watched and listened to every single one of your podcasts, Patreon included, and oh your my videos gosh. and po- Wow, every single one. Damn. Um, and your videos and podcasts have helped pull me out of many a depressive episode in the past. That makes me feel good. I know that makes me feel. Uh, very wonderful every time I listen to the acoustic version of Robin's Indestructible I think of you guys while simultaneously hold trying to hold back tears
0: that's the only way to listen to that song
1: yes hold back those tears yes
0: what a Oh, I mean. mean.
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I regularly listen to I Bruise Easily by Natasha Bedingfield, and I'm always moved by how tender, sad, and lyrically strong it is. As far as I know, she was relatively successful in the 2000s with hits like Unwritten, These Words, and Pocket of Sunshine. I was wondering what your opinions
0: of her discography are, if any. This is a great question. I am a Natasha... I mean, if you'd like to speak, you can.
1: I mean, to me, Natasha Bedingfield just... Whenever I hear Natasha Bedingfield, I'm just brought back to senior year of high school. Like, <laughs> not so much because it was what people were listening to at my school. Like, when I think of what people were listening to at my school, I think of Shake, That Thing, Miz, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, I always think of that as, like, school dances for some reason. But whenever I think of, like, television my senior year of high school, because I feel like the Natasha Bedingfield songs were were, they were very commercial absolutely, and they were very sort of family friendly pop that like everyone could enjoy right. so they were on a lot of TV shows like I feel like Natasha Bedingfield songs were all over Degrassi so like I just whenever I hear Natasha Bedingfield's voice even and I'm the just, theme
0: song to the hills of course is unwritten
1: sure oh, everyone knows that <laughs> but it's just I just feel such a wave of nostalgia when I hear Natasha Bedingfield
0: I am a lifelong Daniel Bedingfield stan. And so when Natasha Bedingfield debuted in 2004, I was, of course, all over it. Uh, I think that first album is amazing. Unwritten is, of course, a classic song. And honestly, that new acoustic version she did for the, uh, I think it was either for the finale of The Hills that she ended up putting out, is stunningly gorgeous. And we all should be listening to that and giving it more than it's gotten. I love many of her albums as well. I like Pocket Full of Sunshine a lot. That is a great album with a song that I return to a lot called Pirate Boat and that's a very good song that's basically like if I squeeze myself into any shape and I still don't fit what if I bend myself so much that I break but I can't mend it it's basically if you try to Make yourself something that you're not, and then you find because uh, you're looking for like the gold and the sand, but all you find is pirate bones because it's just like, not this isn't real. That's any incredible. Any sort of, any sort of success <laughs> you have that is built upon a false person you've created is never going to be true. And I'm just like, Yes. Natasha. Natasha. You better
1: fucking have a concept. I, that is like, a concept. damn.
0: Um, I think the acoustic version of Put Your Arms Around Me, I want to be played at my wedding. Oh, you I, always said
1: that that I, was gonna be your wedding song. I think yeah. it's
0: such I think it's up there with I Wanna Be Your Baby by Tony Braxton, another classic. Strip Me is also another song, another album that I think was very underrated. I think it has a lot of great songs, like the title track, Waitlist, um, No Mozart. I just the, the Waitlist Less is more version. I think Natasha Bedling feels incredible. I can't I believe I haven't brought her up until now, but I, I want to say we've talked about her on the podcast. I'd before. like to think we have, yeah. but I would you know, if you're unfamiliar with Natasha Bedingfield's discography, I give and you just have a moment to listen. Listen to Pirate Bones. I true. I think that is a masterpiece. When was the time she when was the last album she released? She put out another album after that that in fairness, I didn't listen to. I think she's gone more independent. She I don't know if she is still signed to a record label because uh, strip me did not do very well in 2010, but she put out an album album in 2019 entitled roll with me that i did not listen to um but i think she'd put that out independently i'd need to listen to it i just haven't um and then she has a new single apparently in 2020 called together in this from the jungle beat motion picture and um so that's on her spotify now okay okay, okay.
1: <laughs> hey. uh next question uh, is from chuny and it, the subject pop trinity Hello, Mm. I am Chuni all the way from Singapore. Yes, you guys have a worldwide impact. Oh my gosh. Be proud of yourselves.
0: We're just like Mariah.
1: I know, right? (laughs) I am 19 and I found out you guys, and I found you guys from your iconic, look what you made me do reaction. I listen to your podcast in the gym all the time. Like today, for example, thanks for keeping me company, talking about gay pop divas while I pump weights. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, My pop trinity, Chuni's pop trinity, ladies and gentlemen, he always says, are... Uh, Taylor's or she says I, I don't know <laughs> um, uh, are Taylor Swift, Mariah Carey and Lana Del Rey mm. uh, I just want to know what are your favorite albums from these three artists and why for Chuni, Taylor Swift, 1989 it has three number one singles for a reason and Clean is Amazing Yes, and Clean. Mariah Carey, Butterfly contains, oh, contains lyrical masterpiece like Outside Baby's All and Vocal Feet in My All and Whenever You Call it, which is my favorite song <laughs>
0: Butterfly
1: um, Lana Del Rey Ultra violence redefined music and really impacted the alternative genre. Taylor Swift was definitely inspired by her by, by her in *Wildest Dreams* and for good reason. Mm. Okay, top three albums from these people. Obviously, *Butterfly*. Butterfly, a, the best Mariah album, period. Objectively, just, uh, yeah. yes. Lana Del Rey, I've only listened to two albums from mm. uh, uh, Norman Fucking Rockwell and Born to Die. I think I prefer Born to Die just because I find there's more variety to it. Okay. But I think my la- favorite Lana Del Rey song is on Norman Fucking Rockwell. It's uh, "Hope is a dangerous thing for a woman." Like, "Hope is a dangerous thing." I think oh, is the song is called, it, right. which is a stunning song. All right. Um. So, but you've only listened to Born to Die. I was to say
0: think. so. Born to Die, I guess, is my favorite. That's the only one I've listened to. Okay. Favorite Taylor Swift album. I mean Speak Now, we go back and forth. I feel like Fearless and 1989 are of course up there and um but I think Speak Now I just have so many personal things attached to it. And honestly, Lovers in the Running, like I have revisited some of those songs from Lover so often. Like Cornelia Street and Death by a Thousand Cuts are among her best songs. Um mm. but I I think just out of for the nostalgia and for like I was moving to LA at this point and you know, just uh, that three section of, you know, fucking, uh, dear John, mean and speak now. It's just. You can't be That's that. your
1: nostalgia. That's and then like the last kiss ugh, of it all just, like, I, that bridge last kiss I will like I will be ugh, haunted I, by it forever. Yes. Like, I,
0: I, it's just an album and I love an album that is so specifically from the point of view of the artist. Of course, she famously only was the only songwriter on that album, and mm-hmm. so I just love it to pieces.
1: Yeah, I think like Speak Now to me is <sighs> Is just such like the quintessential Taylor Swift album because it really it feels so personal. She's the only writer on that album. It has her true skills really shine on that album. It's I would if had you asked me a week ago, I would Mm. be like Speak Now is absolutely my favorite Taylor Swift album. Mm. But then I thought about it. Oh, and. Lover? I knew, like, I, I knew like, you were going to say that. Lo- like as time has gone on, I just keep, I'm just still reminded over and over how much I love lover and how much, <laughs> how much the album means to me for some weird reason. Right. I was like starting to like date some at that time, someone at that time, Well, not mm. starting to date, but like was in the throes of dating someone at that time. Mm. And it had been a very, very, very long time since I dated someone before that. Mm. So like, just being reminded of those feelings of like falling in love Mm -hmm. and just, it's just such a, a, just a, such a warm album that is just so beautifully written. Yes. And it's just an album that just makes me so happy and I can listen to it all the way through and just be, just feel so good while listening to it. So I really think even though there were no like number one hits, like smash hits on lover, I think as time, Time goes on (laughs) Like I think I might say Lover might be my favorite salesman Maybe today I'm still like No speak now speak now speak now but like I really really foresee A lover future for me
0: I think lover should definitely be in the conversation And I think the only reason is not Is like you said there aren't any giant number one hits Even though the song lover did do very well Uh, And also I think it The opening single of me has tainted people's opinion of that album, and that's unfair. And I would implore you, if you were turned off by me, to give the whole album a listen. It's a beautiful album, truly lovely. It's lovely.
1: It's just like how you feel like when you're falling in love. Like Mm. it's, it's like I just love that album. So much that album means just means a lot
0: to me. I mean, that's my nostalgia. Hey, that's your nostalgia. You gotta say yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I guess it's time for the final segment of the episode. And Matt Steele, I know it's been giving you moments well, this
1: week. Speaking of fucking nostalgia,
0: yes,
1: Netflix's new The Babysitters Club is my favorite thing to be released in 2020. Wow, it's truly excellent like I I was not prepared for how much it felt like the original babysitters club like okay there are definitely a lot of things that don't Feel exactly the same lots of stuff is updated For 2020 and there are A couple moments where we do lean Into a little bit of a cool factor Or like a little bit of a uh, Trendy factor mm. which I'm always Kind of like oh this doesn't really feel like it You know so it's it's not a flawless right. um, Work but it's just I was just so struck by how Happy I was with it It's right. it is the purest Thing you will see on television It's and so well written and the per- the performances by, I mean, the main cast is very good, but like yeah. the supporting cast, like mm-hmm. the people who play their parents right. and the siblings and all like all the children that they babysit, they dive into every, like all of your favorite characters. If you're a fan of, you know, the book series, The Babysitter's Club, they really like, Introduce, reintroduce these characters with fucking gusto, and all I right. was just smiling all the way through, except for the moments where I was weeping, crying. Oh, like no. there are some emotional moments that really just rip your heart out, and you're you because you just remember these characters so much, mm. and I, I, I. The thing is like. I didn't read the books as much as my older brother did. Like, my older brother was very much a Babysitter's Club generation. Anna Martin, who's the writer of the Babysitter's Club, is his number one diva of all time. Like, she is his Carol Channing, his Mariah Carey. Love it. And so... And because my brother's a teacher and everything, so he... The books mean so much to him and everything. And so... But... So he... Really forced me to read the babysitter's club the <laughs> spinoff books of the babysitter's club little sister books series And so that is how I knew these characters and just knowing these characters through my brother and through the old old TV show from the 90s which really just the old TV show from the 90s really feels so much like the books mm. like the old TV show from the 90s is Perfection when right. it comes to really getting the the feel of the books um, so, but with this new series, I was just like a little nervous cause mm. I was like, "Oh, it's, it's 2020 it's on Netflix. So mm. the budget is really high, but the way it's filmed, it's, it's filmed so simply like there's nary a camera movement, like mm. in a, in a TV series in 2020, trying to appeal to young people who have short attention spans, right. like it's. I thought that every five seconds there would be text bubbles popping up, and like there's not, there's only some mention of it. And it's just so endearing and heartfelt, and these characters are so good. And it's just such a great series for young people to watch because. it's so encouraging for young people, especially young girls, to like watch these characters and see just these girls, like being best friends and being there for each other. And yes, every five seconds they're like, we're best friends and we're (laughs) hugging, you know? So it, it it has that great cheese factor. Also it has the cheese factor of whenever there's like a, a a mystery, like a mystery Mm. that needs to be solved. Like it's so not campy but just so sincerely told in the same way the old television series was done like just simple things like the camera angles the way the characters interact it's 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 hard to explain unless you've like read the books or seen the old series right. but like you really 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 feel it it's just uh when Christy put on her hat and was like I'm calling an emergency meeting of the babysitter's club I was like ah It was. <laughs> I was only planning on watching a couple episodes yesterday because I was so tired and I had to go to bed but I watched the whole day I, I spent mean. five hours Watching the whole damn thing and loving every second of it. Wow! Like it's it's so so good. So
0: at this rate, have there been has there been like a bad incarnation of the Baby Stars Club at all?
1: No, that's amazing. Um, well, I mean, the movie. I like the movie a lot. The movie that came out in nineteen ninety five. Okay. The movie is a classic, like really, really good and everything, and just so wonderful, especially at that time because. It was because so, the book series was so huge, and the fact that they were making a movie out of it, like right. kids' heads were just like exploding. Yeah. It was like the end game for you know the preteens who loved reading. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it was it was like the Avengers End Game for them. Right. You know, um, but the movie does kind of lean a little bit into like a cool factor. Mm. Granted, it did you know um, focus on the girls when they were at a slightly older age, like when they were thirteen around there. Okay. Whereas this. Series starts when the girls are much younger Um, not much younger, but like Like they're like 11, 12, you know, which isn't much younger, but like 11 and 13 is a big difference Yeah, um, but yeah the movie just like has the soundtrack is really really cool Like Mm. the music is really cool and the clothes are like really cool and like the clothes are kind of cool and trendy here But not as much as the movie like in in the movie um it kind of felt like they were presenting them as, like, young women more, right. whereas here it's... They're still very much children yeah. just starting adolescence. Right. So, um, so, I do love the movie, um, but there are some things about the movie that I'm kind of just like, eh. Um, but, yeah, I think the series does just does such a great job. The series does such a great job at blending the very, very young uh sincere pure innocent old tv show ends the slight trendiness of the movie right. like it's a good halfway point i think i love it um yeah i it's just such a a darling show well that's great in such horrible times <laughs> i i we recommend it that. i recommend it for all ages like i was laughing through the whole thing like the supporting characters are so funny that's uh, awesome yes, hey we all say have- hello to your friends great theme song ah uh, but that was the original theme song one criticism I will (laughs) give this is there's no like really Cute theme song, oh. which the original series has like the best theme song of all
0: time. Okay. In my opinion. Well I'm I'm glad it has an audience.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. For me, the thirty-two-year-old yes. <laughs> hey. motherfucker sitting hey. on his couch That's at you. four in the morning.
0: That, hey, that was how I watched Love Victor, as I watched that all in one night as well. So I, I get it. You, I gotta, do it. you, gotta, you gotta, do gotta do what you gotta do for if your you, for your teenager. If job. you care, you care and yeah. I cared. Yeah. I know you don't care too much, but <laughs> <laughs> um well, okay, my giving you moments is short. I mean, Truly what gave me the most moments of everything we watched this you know, week, I guess, was, of course, Hamilton. Of it's course. It's on Disney Plus. If you haven't seen our, our review, go to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 2 Mats to see our Hamilton on Disney Plus review. It was truly exceptional. And earlier this weekend, like maybe earlier today or maybe yesterday, I don't remember which day, but I went to Disney Plus on uh, my computer and just watched the Satisfied performance again. Okay. Fast forwarded to Satisfied. I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> no no lie. When you said thus, I was like, is he about to say the sound of music? Oh, girl!
0: <laughs> No 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 we're not there yet. Um yet, so darling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> we have so, Disney Plus for
1: what? A month or two months? How just Let me watch
0: Beyonce it? and call it a day, please. Um, <laughs> but the other just small thing that has been giving me moments this week, if you have not heard, there's a new single by a UK DJ named Joel Corey that features on vocals my favorite LGBTQ uh, artist that is not me. And it is Emini Kang. And he has a new song. It's like a house song. It's called Head and Heart. And it's so catchy. It's so tempo. If we were allowed to go outside, it would be the song of the summer for me. Mm -hmm. because it's just such a joy to listen to and M.E.K. is one of those artists that writes every song under the sun and then when he releases shit by himself, no one cares and it just kills me. But I feel yeah, like this his album's great. His album is exceptional. Yes. Like maybe that should be an iconic album we discuss because yes. it's so, so, Why so did you
1: incredible.
0: <laughs> Why'd you go? What a valid question. Oh my God. What a song. Uh, so I, I and the thing is this song is like, you know, could be just a throwaway track. It feels like, yes, Mini K would probably sent this track and wrote the song in like 45 minutes. But it is so fun. It is so up tempo. It is so summary. It is so catchy. It is just what you would be blaring on your speakers in uh, if you know we were allowed to go outside. <laughs> so I just implore you all to give the new MEK and Joel Corey song a listen. It's called Head and Heart. It is, uh, I think, already in the top five in the UK iTunes charts. So we okay, love that girl. for it. Um it is catchy and it's cool. And I think they somehow filmed a video that's coming out soon for it. And I can't wait to see that. I just want only good things for MEK and want him to be the biggest artist in the world because he is more talented than most artists ever. Yeah. So I just I just from vocals to songwriting to production like he is a one man fucking band like not everybody has that really. Yeah. So I just I I want to give him his flowers. I want him to be so there's no reason for him not to be hugely popular everywhere, especially in you know his native UK, but truly worldwide. He is such, such, such a talent. I can't wait for his next album. And I looked up where Joel Corey came from. Apparently, he was on uh, the UK version of Jersey Shore called Geordie Shore or whatever. Oh, and I've never watched that. I've always wanted to. I hadn't either. And that's where he got his start. And now he's like DJ Polly D. But now he has like uh, original songs that he puts out in their actual hits crazy. Alright. I mean, everybody gets in where they can. That's like how Cardi B started on Love and Hip Hop and now she's everywhere. So, yeah. it can happen people.
1: Reality uh, stars, I'll give them the, if they want to do something a little extra, put out a song. Yes. Put out an album. Yes.
0: That's as far as you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as you go. We'll see. I mean, we say that I I, I foresee an Academy Award winner being from a reality show one day. So.
1: Uh, Jennifer Hudson.
0: Oh, well, not a, a con- no, not a competition. Like a Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Oh, Vanderpump Rules. Not that wow. show specifically, but like, uh, you know, like a reality show that's not even about that. I don't know. Okay. We'll see. I think well, it just is a talent launching pad now, honestly.
1: Well, one day I will be on Big Brother. Well, I will win Big Brother. Oh. And <laughs> also win an Academy Award. So well, all right. Well, yeah, you know, plan. you
0: got to speak it into existence. Yeah. But.
1: That's my great idea. Like, Christy's great idea. What's... Cr- Oh, is that a babysitter's
0: club? That's the first book. Christy's Great Idea.
1: Oh, okay. Well, thank you guys so
0: much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our podcast this week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music. And uh, it's Matt Steele. And at Two Gay Mats for both of us. Go to YouTube.com slash Two Gay Mats for our videos. And go to Patreon.com slash Two Gay Mats to get extra bonus content from us. We just actually recorded uh, an iconic album podcast about Amy Winehouse's Back to Black, which I'll be editing and putting up this week. Um, And we love you all. And thank you so much for listening. We'll Bye be back hi. next week with more 2K Minutes Podcast. Bye. Bye.